We're back with some more college football action here for week 12 of the season. Coming off of a great Saturday last week, went 5-0 with those picks. Hoping to follow it up with more success this weekend, so let's jump right into it. Now we start out in the Big 12 with TCU taking on Baylor. TCU comes into this game as the 6th overall team in the Hot Tip of Power Rankings. Baylor is the 17th overall team. And, you know, obviously TCO, TCU 10-0 on the season. A big time win over Texas last week. And it's a TCU team that has just looked great this season. I mean, Sonny Dice coming over from SMU off to a very, very hot start. And yes, have they had things bounce their way? Absolutely. But ultimately, they're winning football games and are the best team that Big 12 has to offer this season um, for Baylor coming off of that a disappointing loss to Kansas State got their absolute doors blown off um, in that game but they head back home in this one and they're certainly not a terrible team I mean they're not the Baylor team we saw a season ago but Blake Sabin has been all right 2100 yards through the air for him on the season 13 touchdowns to go along with it but Overall, their passing game certainly has some room for improvement. Gavin Holmes has led the way in that department, but only 470 yards, three touchdowns on the season for him. Um, their rushing game isn't bad, though. Richard Reese leads the way with 852 yards on the season. But um, overall, when it when it comes to Big 12 offenses, Baylor has been maybe a little bit step behind. Um, you know, some of those top tier teams this season, only 436.9 yards per game for this Baylor squad. And as far as TCU goes, I mean, Max Duggan has looked great this season. 2,500 yards through the air 25 touchdowns to go along with that really does a great job spreading the football around and you know with quentin johnson catching the ball it's hard not to have success you know 716 yards on the season for him you know a first round projected draft pick um who knows where he'll end up but offensively it's a tcu team that has just been playing such great football they do a great job moving the ball 486.1 yards per game and you know all of the the haters that they did have feel like they're pretty much silenced um after the the de demanding win that they got over Texas a week ago and when it comes to the defensive side of things TCU has also been a fairly strong team this season holding their opponents to 377.1 yards per game Baylor's been right up there with them only allowing 366 yards per game um, but like I said at the beginning this Baylor team is just not the same team that we saw win the Big 12 a season ago I think they continue to struggle at home here in this one and it's just a TCU team that I have loved all season um, when we've backed TCU this season we haven't lost a bet yet um, and quite honestly it's one of those teams that at this point i'm just going to keep riding until they fail me um and you know only laying two and a half points here some great value on tcu taking them minus the two and a half here against baylor Next up, we head to the SEC as Ole Miss takes on Arkansas. Ole Miss comes into this one as the 14th overall team in the hot tidbit power ranking. Arkansas is the 44th overall team, obviously, for Ole Miss. Come into this game following the loss to Alabama. And, you know, they started the season off very, very hot. Have had a couple of stumbles since then. But, you know, they're still a solid team. I mean, Jackson Dart has been very, very good this season uh, for Ole Miss, passing for 2,100 yards, 15 touchdowns. Jonathan Mingo has also done a great job in the wide receiver room, 723 yards, five touchdowns for him not to mention Quiston Jackson leads them in rushing 15 touchdowns on the ground for him this season and overall you know there's no hiding the fact it's an Ole Miss team that is great on the offensive side of things they do a really good job scoring points putting up 36.1 points per game and you know despite the record for Arkansas five and five record certainly isn't great you know coming to this one following a loss to LSU 
they haven't been the worst team in the world and, and i get it they're certainly not a great team this year certainly did not live up to the hype didn't come anywhere close to the hype and they have really struggled against sec opponents this season but i still like what kj jefferson is you know 1900 yards on the season for him 17 touchdowns to go along with that matt landers at wide receiver um 663 yards on the season for him rayshon sanders have been really good in the rushing game 1100 yards on the ground for him and offensively yes they don't do quite as good of a job as old miss has done this season um but they still been solid on the offensive side of things only are uh, scoring 29.9 points per game and their defense could be a little bit better giving up 28.9 points per game compared that to Ole Miss who's only given up 22.4 points per game but this is not an easy spot for Ole Miss to go on the road you know Arkansas at home is never going to be an easy opponent no matter what their record says no matter who they've lost to this season I really think this team shows up in this spot I really do like KJ Jefferson I don't think you know the KJ Jefferson era um, is done and, and is over by any means. I think Arkansas is still a team that can find success, and I think they come up and show up in this game. So I'm taking Arkansas plus two and a half here against Ole Miss. We head to Norman for Bedlam. Oklahoma State takes on Oklahoma. Oklahoma State comes into this one as the 16th overall team in the hot tub of power ranking. Oklahoma is the 30th overall team. And it's really just an Oklahoma team that has struggled all season long. Come into this game following the loss at West Virginia, which that's a spot that has caught a few teams in the Big 12 this season. You know, K-State looking to, to not get caught in that spot this week. Um, but as far as this Oklahoma team has gone, really have struggled in Big 12 play this season. Season. Honestly, they're just not a great football team. I mean, Dylan Gabriel has been all right this season. It certainly had moments, but but overall hasn't been great. 2,200 yards on the season for him, 16 touchdowns to go along with that. Marvin Mims has been all right in the wide receiver room, 776 yards. Um, and Eric Gray is, is a decent running back, you know, 1,100 yards rushing for him. Um, but overall, despite having some guys who can move the ball, despite having an offense that isn't the worst, um, 31.9 points per game in the Big 12 for an Oklahoma team isn't exactly, you know, lights out um, undefeated record by any means. I mean, they sit here at five and five and have certainly had some struggles this season for Oklahoma State bounce back with the win over Iowa State last week after a couple of disappointing losses but I am really high on Spencer Sanders this season you know he's been just as good as Dylan Gabriel both of them have almost similar stat lines um, Sanders 2200 yards as well 16 touchdowns for him um, it does a good job getting the ball spread around this wide receiver room Bream and Presley both over 500 yards receiving on the year Dominic Richardson has done a good job running the ball as well 543 yards and overall it's an Oklahoma Oklahoma State team that can certainly score some points, putting up 34.9 points per game. Um, you know, do a great job in that department, but both these teams defensively are pretty even as well. Oklahoma State only allowing 30 points per game. Oklahoma's giving up 29.1 points per game. And I'm just confused about this game. I do not understand this spread at all. You're giving me a touchdown with Oklahoma State. I don't really know how you differentiate either one of these teams from the seasons they had offensively, defensively. They've looked very, very similar. They've played very similar styles of football. And, you know, yes, I get it. Oklahoma State or Oklahoma at home uh, is never going to be an easy place for Oklahoma State to go into and win in a rivalry game like this. But it's an Oklahoma team that we have not seen in a while. The post Lincoln Riley era has not been off to a hot start. And I think they continue to struggle here the final two weeks of the season. And I made a, a bold prediction earlier in the year that Oklahoma would miss a bowl game. Um, now, granted, I don't know if they're even going to lose here, um, but I really don't think they blow Oklahoma State out. And I think that's definitely still on the table i'm taking oklahoma state plus seven and a half here against oklahoma
And if you haven't already checked out hottipbets.com, make sure you head over there. College basketball, college football, NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, horse racing picks being posted every single day. As well as follow the Hot Tip Bets main account at Hot Tip Bets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, so you don't miss out on any of the content going up from the computer model over there. Follow my personal accounts at Hot Tip Bets Chris on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter to stay up to date with all the content that I am putting out. As well as follow me at Hot Tip Bets Chris on Betstamp so you get early access to all the picks and get a notification every single time that I play a bet and last but not least for watching here on youtube hit that like button subscribe to the channel hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content and most importantly drop a comment down below let me know who you guys are betting on here for college football saturday and let's get into these last two games Next up, we head out west for the Battle of LA. USC taking on UCLA. USC comes into this game as the 13th overall team in the high speed power ranking. UCLA, the 26th overall team. And for this game, obviously, it loses a little bit of luster that we thought it would have with the UCLA loss to Arizona um, last week. I mean, two 9 and 1 teams coming into this game would ultimately, you know, be a, a huge boost for one of them um, going into the Pac 12 championship and maybe potentially getting a playoff bid. But at this point, it's kind of USC and no one else here in the Pac-12, which seems to come down to one team every year um, in, in various situations, if they even have one alive. But, you know, USC gets the win over Colorado um, on Friday night. And for Lincoln Riley continues to show off the high-powered offense here for USC. You know, there's really not much to hate offensively with what USC has done this season. You know, overall 499.4 yards per game. Caleb Williams has been excellent. 3,000 yards passing, 31 touchdowns on the season. Obviously, Jordan Addison coming in as well has been a stud receiver this season with 587 yards and seven touchdowns and it's a usc team you know that when they play fast they they, they play unpredictable style of offense they can move the ball downfield very very easily um and really you know beat anyone um in the country and certainly anyone in the pac-12 this season the their main issue has been turnovers but when they've avoided those um they've really been a very very good team but that's not to say ucla has been a bad team by any means i mean dorian thompson robinson um has, has been solid as well 2300 yards 20 touchdowns on the season for him he's also a rush for over 400 yards um jake bobo leads them in receiving with 651 yards zach chamberlain has been a strong rusher for rushing for over 1100 yards and 13 touchdowns on the season and you know overall they do a solid job moving the ball downfield as well averaging 394.2 yards per game um, but for what their offense is ucsc has really in my opinion just been a little bit step ahead of them um you know when it comes to lincoln riley versus chip kelly i think Lincoln riley has that number just a little bit defensively they've been two fairly similar teams as well maybe give us ucla the slight edge here allowing only 378.8 yards per game while usc giving up 394.2 yards per game um, but ultimately what it comes down to this game is you know who who has built the better team um this season here in la i mean lincoln riley proved that it does not take four years to to go and, and get in be a new head coach and, and build a team i mean he did it in one season here hit the transfer portal very very hard um and i really think the the offense combined with this defense of usc is enough to win this game and enough to cover this spread while i like ucla um and and while certainly last week's loss um you know made them a, a bit of a, a more underdog than i think they might have been otherwise coming into this game and it certainly could be a bounce back spot for ucla um, but i straight up think usc is the much better team i think usc is, is the team that's going to win the pac-12 and you know throw their name into potential playoff contention i love them here in this game taking them minus one and a half here against ucla
And to finish off the card, we head out to the island as UNLV takes on Hawaii and what's only the, the second <laughs> game for Hawaii. I bet on the island this year, UNLV, 109th overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. Hawaii scraping the bottom, 129th in the country in the Hot Tibet Power Rankings. And Hawaii has just not been a good team this year. I mean, they come into this game following the loss to Utah State in their last game. And, and overall, there's not a ton to love. But UNLV has also really struggled this season and really, as the weeks have gone on, have continued to struggle more and more. I mean, they didn't look terrible against Fresno State last week, but ultimately, you know, end up not covering or end up do covering rather um, against Fresno State um, with that last second field goal. And they were in that game at times. Ultimately, it got out of hand late. But, you know, Doug Bumfield isn't a guy for UNLV that I've been super you know impressed with 1600 yards through the air nine touchdowns on the season for him um, Ricky Winter you know been one bright spot to this offense at wide receiver 560 yards four touchdowns for him um, and overall they've done a decent job running the ball Aiden Robbins with 850 yards um, not to mention he has nine touchdowns on the year as well but overall offensively they just haven't done a great job scoring points and ultimately that's what they need here in this game only putting up 26.4 points per game but we can't talk about how bad UNLV's offense is without talking about how bad Hawaii's is I mean it doesn't get much better Braden Strager leads the way at quarterback 1900 yards nine touchdowns on the season Zion Bowens um, has, has really been the only decent receiver 386 yards three touchdowns for him Derek Parson has been a decent rusher 687 yards and 10 touchdowns but you know overall those are not stats that you want to see 11 games into the season here for Hawaii and certainly only putting up 19.3 points per game in the modern college football is not going to win a ton of games and it doesn't get much better on the defensive side of things for Hawaii allowing 36.3 points per game you know has been a slightly better team defensively only giving up 28.9 points per game and while Hawaii is not a good football team um I do like them in this spot. I think Hawaii is able to cover this game. Yes, are they a bad football team? Absolutely. We've already covered that here in this breakdown. Um, but UNLV is not a good football team either. I really have not liked what I have seen out of them the past month or so of the season. Every UNLV game we watch, which some reason it has been a lot. <laughs> I don't know why they keep ending up on my TV. It's just the time spots they're playing. But um I just haven't liked what I've seen out of UNLV. I think going, you know, to Hawaii, making the long trip out there um, is not going to be an easy trip for them. And I think Hawaii, you know, is able to to win and, and kind of get their season a little bit back on track here to finish this season. And quite honestly, I just think it's too many points here in this game. I think this game is much, much closer um, than double digits. So I'm taking Hawaii plus 11 here against UNLV.